Before we jump into the show today, we have a very important message from the Trump campaign who we've partnered with. Obviously, you know, we here at Triggered are in full support of the president's re-election and we'll be working very hard for it over the next five months. And we're excited to bring you this offer because the Trump campaign has a special offer just for you. President Trump wants to meet you. This will be the first opportunity he's had to meet with American patriots just like you since our country started reopening. His team will cover the flight, hotel, and give you VIP access for yourself and a guest. He'll even take a picture with you. All you have to do is text GUEST to 88022 today for your chance to meet President Trump. Again, that's GUEST, G-U-E-S-T, to 88022 to win this contest and to join President Trump in the fight to keep America great for four more years. And uh, that's an exciting one. Yeah, You may have a chance to meet the president. So go ahead and send that text in. Again, that's GUEST to 88022. After President Trump gave his remarks trying to reassure Americans that law and order will be restored, of course, CNN freak out immediate. Oh. Nearly immediate. Yeah. First off, Don Lemon immediately afterwards. You mean Don Lemon? Yeah, Don Lemon. Don Lemon. He, well, let's just listen to this clip. Uh, yeah. Open your eyes, America. Open your eyes. We are teetering on a dictatorship. We are te- This is chaos. Has the president, I, I'm listening is the president declaring war on Americans? We're teetering on a dictatorship? I know. I, I know. Declaring war on Americans? <laughs> what? <laughs> if anyone's declaring war, it's the rioters on freedom-loving, uh, law-abiding uh, American citizens in this country. Yeah. And if that's a war that they want to declare, we will fight back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then, later in the evening, of course, Anderson Cooper, not to be outdone by yeah. Mr. Drama himself, yeah. he had his own meltdown. Let's yeah. listen to that. The killing of George Floyd, Eric Garner, the torture of Abner Louima, that's not law and order. The president seems to think that dominating black people, dominating peaceful protesters is law and order. It's not. He calls them thugs. Who is the thug here? Hiding in a bunker, hiding behind a suit. Who is the thug? People have waited for days for this wannabe wartime president to say something. And this is what he says. And that is what he does. I mean, come on, people. Uh, Let's try to get a grip. Get a grip. Really? I mean, no. Get a grip. I mean, you know, no one watches CNN anyway besides us because we have to to cover their ridiculous bullshit that they say. But, like, normal Americans in this country want a return to order. That's all they want. You can can simultaneously think that the murder of George, George Floyd was totally unjust and that there have been abuses against African American community in the past by police, and you can peacefully protest that. But you, but you also simultaneously can be against letting these people roam the streets and like loot, anarchists yeah, exactly. and a loot yeah. and riot and burn businesses yeah. down and destroy the cities that we live in. I mean, who likes? I mean, who likes looting? Well, they honestly, like. I mean, honestly, I mean, I mean, I mean yeah. Yeah, but just like it's like have has the professional left become so unhinged and so detached from reality that they think that well, rioting, you know it's an attack on capitalism. Yeah, but that, yeah. that rioting as a as a as a I mean and, and Don Lamon yeah. mentioned this as a mechanism for social change. Do they honestly think that that's gonna sell with middle America and like the vast majority of us of normal people? Forget left and right, Democrat, Republican, right. normal people. I mean, it, and we're, it's we're, literally coming out of the pages of some overly educated. Yeah, we're going to hit the whole rioting as a just, you know, uh, move toward justice here. We're going to hit on that in a second. One last thing on this. Yeah. An all-time great police chief, 
uh, or it's a sheriff, Florida Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd. Uh, he's oh. a national treasure. Yeah, yeah, let's just li- let's just take a listen to what he said because there were rumors floating around that Antifa was planning to go into the suburbs. And that yesterday had a lot of people on edge, justifiably, because they saw what happened in the cities. Now, remember, in the cities, nobody has guns because of gun control. Yeah. Right? You get to the suburbs, different story, right? Especially in Polk County suburbs. Yep. So let's listen to this. We have received information in social media that some of the criminals were going to take their criminal conduct into the neighborhoods. I would tell them if you value your life, you probably shouldn't do that in Polk County because the people of Polk County like guns. They have guns. I encourage them to own guns. And they're going to be in their homes tonight with their guns loaded. And if you try to break into their homes to steal, to set fires, I'm highly recommending they blow you back out of the house with their guns. So leave the community alone, and we'll do our best to support the community. But ladies and gentlemen, make no mistake about it. All of that ugliness has taken away from what we're united about. We're united about the conduct that you saw with George, where his life was taken with the knee to the neck. It's horrific, and there's not enough words to explain that. Let's keep the focus on that. I just love how he doesn't even sugarcoat it. <laughs> I love He's the like, ending. I would encourage these people to blast those rioters out of their houses. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, you know, it's true. If you value your life, don't come here. Right. If you value your life, don't go to the suburbs. I mean, you know, just yesterday we were talking about how similarities, some some uh, shop owners and, and some even Korean shop owners yeah. had taken to their roofs with yeah. weapons to defend their businesses. Yeah. And those businesses survived in these riots. Last night in New York City, only a couple businesses hired armed security. And they, they were, were the only businesses yeah. that didn't get their stolen yeah everything else basically from second to sixth avenue from 14th street up to 70th street was totally looted manhattan was lost at one point there was an nypd officer that came over the scanner and said we have lost control of manhattan yeah yeah because of because of how many people were calling 911 emergency help and i mean and you've even seen in other cities 911 operators answer the phone and say sir the city's under attack do what you need to do and then terminates the line yeah Police will not save you, and that yeah. is why it's ever so important. Buy guns yep. and buy ammo. Protect yourself, protect your family, protect your property. It is your God-given and constitutionally yeah. given right under the Second Amendment. And a lot of progressives are starting to see the light here. And you've wrote a lot about yeah, this. Yeah, a lot of progressives. A lot of left-wingers there's that a, I know, too. Yeah, there's, there's – uh, Stephen Katowski of the Washington Free Beacon interviewed a couple of, uh, you know – California residents who who found out the hard way how insane their gun laws are. Mm-hmm. One guy is like, I might I might run for office. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he had to wait a long time for his firearm. A lot of pro gun uh, gun control um, uh, gun owners in Florida, I believe, are like, yeah, I used to believe in you know stricter gun laws, but now uh, I'm kind of changing my tune. Even our, our our roommate, his dad, who lives in um, Long Island, he told me this morning mm-hmm. there is a line out the door at yep. a local gun shop there. Yeah. Law and order, folks. Yeah. Law and order. And it's out of control. People are – six million guns have been bought in the past three months. Well, you know, there was – 
uh, record high gun sales because of coronavirus. Yeah, that too. I think this may set a new record. Yeah. A little bit of a conspiracy theory. I know we talked oh, about Oh, yes, yes. We talked about this last yes. night. I think that this is the warm-up run yeah. for if President Trump gets reelected. I, I think we will see the same level yeah. of civil unrest if President Trump is to be reelected. We've seen reports of very organized Antifa operations. They have uh, medic vehicles with milk for tear gas. They're they're strategically stocking bricks and projectiles oh, yeah, and pal- gasoline. I love how pallets of bricks are just showing Yeah, pallets of bricks are just yeah, showing up showing in places. Up everywhere. Right? Right next to stores. Yeah. That's odd. Interesting. That's, with no construction going on. It's a mystery wrapped in a riddle. They found bottles filled with gasoline strategically placed. This is an organized effort by Antifa. It sounds like and domestic other, terrorism. It is domestic hey, terrorism. But hey, you know, I can't so, say that because apparently that's racist if I say yeah, that. Yeah, so, so I, I really do think yeah. that I worry that if President Trump gets reelected, which I think is, is a likelihood, yeah. that this is the warm-up run for that. Well, and, he's going to handily, and this is my, my conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. he is handily going to beat that body double that they have to cover for <laughs> dead Joe Biden, who uh, he actually he ventured out to this this morning for a little speech. Yeah, and he threw gas on the fire, Yeah, basically. Well, the body but, level is a little rusty. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I see the left out there saying, oh, we can't have more years of President Trump because of the racial injustice and oppression of black people in this oh country. Oh, my God. So you're telling me that the way to solve all of these racial injustices <laughs> in this in this country— Right? Yeah. All of the racial injustice in this country is to elect a 80-something-year-old geriatric who is responsible for the 1994 crime bill and has a history of racism longer than the rap sheet of – Yeah. I don't even know and, who to compare and to. And black activists who are like in, in grounded in reality know that about Joe Biden's record too. Yeah, definitely, I mean definitely. Donald Trump is Harriet Tubman. Compared to, to to Joe Biden, yeah, Joe Biden. Oh, was, Joe Biden's the original plan. It was Ben right? Shapiro, and to yeah. credit to credit him and to give his exact words here because this was a perfect tweet. You can't simultaneously pitch the idea that America is irredeemably racist and corrupt and evil, and the idea that this will be fixed by voting for an octogenarian white man who co-sponsored the 1994 crime bill. Boom, done. That's it. Boom. That's it. I mean, you you see, you know. Shout out, I, you know, we don't give enough credit to our great police officers who are out yeah. there on the streets trying to protect us day in and we day out. We love our police. Our National Guard officers, they've called in all of the Federal Protective Service officers. Yeah. They've called in DEA, FBI, everybody. Uh, it's it's really going to be a team effort here to get the country back to law and order. But we need to. Three young women have now been deemed racist by a mutated Karen for cleaning up graffiti on a federal building oh here in D.C. Oh, my God. I, I missed this. Three good Samaritans, three white women, mm-hmm. stepped up to clean graffiti off of a federal building in Washington, D.C. A protester had uh, spray-painted BLM on the side of the building. And as the riots and protests continue, these three women were simply trying to wash it off the following morning just to... Maybe get back to some sense of normalcy so our cities aren't totally graffitied. But a spectator, who I refer to as the mutated Karen, stole that from someone else. I forget who came up with that originally on Twitter. 
uh, they didn't see it that way. Oh. And, uh, I'm so they, sorry this is happening to you. They said that they were misusing their white privilege, and it's disgusting. Let's listen to this clip, because oh, it really God. is disgusting, but not in the way that this mutated Karen says it is. Why are you guys removing Black Lives Matter's graffiti? We're just trying to take care of the yeah. We tried over there, and it wasn't coming off. It's still one of those coming off. But why do you want that to come off? But so you don't care about black lives not then? At all. That's not at all. That's what this. We certainly do care about black lives. Not enough to leave up a message. Right. Not not a great way to use your white privilege, ladies. Not a great. That's disgusting. It's just unbelievable. It's totally unbelievable to me. That in this country, you could be criticized for helping to make the country better by washing graffiti off of a building and trying to improve the city that everybody lives in that was defaced by these yeah. so-called peaceful protesters, which is – that's not peaceful. You yeah. don't get to deface someone's property or yeah. the federal government's property for that matter. So you got to wonder what the f*** is going on, right? What is going on here? I like – I feel like Mugatu. Am I taking crazy pills? Like, what the f*** is going on in this country? The did people's you also priorities, the piano necktie? I did. <laughs> that people, their priorities are messed up. It's yeah, just unbelievable it's, it's, to yeah, me. And in Philadelphia, uh, a small business owner of a gun shop shot and killed a looter to defend his gun store. The mayor and police commissioner said uh, that they're disturbed that they would take matters into their own hands. Well, the looter that came into this gun shop to presumably round up all the weapons in that gun shop and then take them out had a gun himself that did not come from that shop. So he was armed. This this rioter, looter, was shot dead. Now, 67-year-old business owner Greg Isabella was defending his business, right? Let's Let's think this through critically because these leaders clearly can't do so. If this 67-year-old business owner, this, this man, had not shot this looter and just let him either A, kill him, or yeah. B, just take all of the guns in his shop and distribute them to presumably other rioters and presumably then use that to uh, wreak havoc on the city and maybe, maybe even attack police, this guy could have saved tens, hundreds of lives. Yeah. And he's the one that gets criticized? That, again, yeah, the priorities yeah, yeah, in this country. Yeah. People have the right to well, defend their that, property that in Phil this country. That is out of control. He's the one that got the yeah. Phil declared a sanctuary city. Uh, the police commissioner, I think, was the former police chief of Portland. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think she had to deal with Antifa. And by deal, I mean, like, not really deal. In this country, <laughs> right. In this country, you have the right to defend yourself and your property. Yeah. We have the Biden gaffes of the day segment. It first started off with one, which wasn't really a gaffe, but then I found two more, and one just happened just a little bit ago. So first, let's start off yesterday. Last night, Biden was at a virtual town hall hosted by the NAACP. Well, he didn't like a question. Again, <laughs> very similar to how the Breakfast Club interview went. And he was asked about his 1994 crime bill. Let's take a listen. I got a couple of emails and questions today from younger people who were concerned that, and you have dealt with this, you've talked about this, 
but concerned that because you helped and, and were the principal in writing the 1994 crime bill, that you wouldn't be able to see your way past traditional policing and that there's a part of you that still has that sense of what policing was and, and, and a kind of hard line. What do you tell them? I tell them it's not accurate, number one. Mr. Vice President, you said that they were wrong in thinking that, but that is their feeling. So give them a sense no, of no why. That no, that's not true. You, you Show me a poll that says that. I didn't say any poll. Show me I a poll. Said that well, you said they I think. Say, you are, you, I said, you are and I speaking said to for you, young people. No, Mr. Vice President, you're going to have to listen. I said I had an email from a couple of young people today. I didn't oh, mention okay. the poll. All right. And I said that that was it. their concern. I, it's a legitimate concern. They should be skeptical. They should be skeptical. But the idea that somehow I've been told all along how young people don't think that I'm in the right spot, the right place. There is no polling evidence to sustain that. Yeah. This is a question that's going to dog you yeah. the entire time here, so you might want to come yeah, up with a better I mean, response. There's for no it. way that there's no way to polish a turd. You know that, right? Right, right. Uh, and this is one of them. Like, there's no way to basically say it didn't lead to mass incarceration of Black Americans. Yeah, I mean, because it totally did. It did, but some parts of the crime bill were good, not the assault weapon stuff. But, but some the, parts were the good. funds for a hundred thousand new cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that was good. Yeah, but the the you know certain stuff that essentially targeted the African American totally community, did. which was, you know, this is a Biden bill. Yeah. So he's got to answer for that stuff, yeah. and he doesn't have a good answer for no, it, and he, he won't because he can't have a coherent thought. Yeah. Speaking of coherent thoughts, one from this morning, just before – or not this morning, this afternoon, just before we recorded this, Biden, I mean – I think he had a stroke. It, I don't know what happened, but you take a listen and yeah. judge for yourself. You know, the rapidly rising uh, um, uh, in with uh, – with, uh, I don't know uh, – uh, yeah, uh yeah. here's okay here's here's my theory okay this should be good here's my theory we all know that biden's dead and, and, and there's body doubles i <laughs> think that the shelf life for this particular replicant was starting to decay and now they need <laughs> get to get the new pod? now they need to get a new mold going for the new the new pod person to be joe biden <laughs> so i think that is what's happening that they kind of the biden campaign kind of Push the limit for the shelf life of this <laughs> of this pod person, and it conked out. So now it's okay. Is that, is that like you know replacing an air conditioning filter? Exactly. Pushing yeah, the limit? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I, I the poor guy. It's it's flat out elder no, abuse what they're doing yeah. to this guy. And if you if the Trump team has tweeted the has tweeted out, he's looking at the notes, guys. Uh -huh. He's looking down at the notes, and he still can't get the words out. Things the lights are on, but nobody's home. And it's very scary because this is the guy that they want to be president, yeah. but he can't even put a sentence together. Yeah. You want and this guy to be you know, restoring in charge of restoring law and order when you know the country there's mass unrest in the country. Well, there wouldn't be law and order if uh, he became no, president. No, no, there wouldn't be, be. I mean, you have a choice close. between the left wing mob or prosperity and yeah. safety. Yeah. I mean, that's what the election really yeah. has come down to. And I think voters support President Trump for that. And if after all that. You're not even more convinced that we need to support President Trump for re-election, which I think you people already are because you listen to us. So, But we are very happy to partner with the Trump campaign, and we have a special offer from the Trump campaign just for you. President Trump wants to meet you. This will be the first opportunity he's had to meet with American patriots just like you since our country started reopening. His team will cover the flight, hotel, and give you VIP access for yourself and a guest. He'll even take a picture with you. All you have to do is text GUEST to 88022 today for your chance to meet President Trump. 
Again, that's guest, G-U-E-S-T, to 88022 to have a chance of winning this contest and to join President Trump in the fight to keep America great for four more years. And it's never been more evident that we must do so. We must keep America great. We're in the process of making America great again after the Chinese virus ravaged us. But we do need to keep America great because we cannot turn this country over to the left. No, we cannot. I mean, it's never been more obvious. It, it really, you know, they called the last election the Flight 93 election. <laughs> yeah. But th- I think more in a way this is because the only thing standing between us and socialism is the fighter that is President Trump. Yeah. The entire narrative that's saying, oh, black people hate Trump. Yeah. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, African-American and black people – they are in their in their bones somewhat conservative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not. Right? They're not. They're not. Remember, like he took all that. Yeah, he took all that heat for. What do you have to lose? Yeah. Well, they saw what they had to gain until yeah. COVID came in, the Chinese virus, and yeah. everything up. Now we're getting on our way to recovery. Yeah. But you have new polls coming out that show Trump's support in the African American and Black community in this country actually went up. Yeah. As a result I of this, I think we're in double because, territory. Yes, yeah. because. Because law-abiding African Americans yeah. support what the president is trying yeah. to do. And you have uh, just this uh, – two days ago at the Chaz in Seattle, the uh, two black women, preachers, female street preachers, went into the Chaz. And what they had to say, I, I mean, sums up better than obviously yeah. I as a white person or you yeah. as Asian could ever yeah. get into the psyche of a black voter in this country. Oh, it's really important to listen to. smacking them down too. Yeah. Awesome. So let's take a listen to that. I would be in the same position you're in, so I'm not even mad at you, baby. I'm feeling like a fake news. This is the thing. I know people don't like Trump. I understand that. But let me tell you something. If I had to pick between him and Joe Biden, I'm not voting in Joe Biden. You want to see? You want to see a bunch of black people go to jail by the next four years? Put Joe Biden. Watch what happens. You want to see black men get killed substantially? Like they like you've never seen before, put Joe Biden in and watch what happens. These Democrats, and I'm sorry to say this, I'm not trying to be racist, but they hate black people. These are the same people that we fought to keep slavery in. These are the same people who built the KKK. These are the same people who hated us from the beginning. The Republican Party is the party of the blacks. Blacks free, the Republican Party is the only party that the black people actually assisted in finding. But all of that history has been torn away. People say, oh, there was this big switch. There was never a big switch. The union the union won because we had grown in the industrial area era. So we were able to get trains and get supplies back to our soldiers while the Confederate was still riding horses. They were not able to get supplies back fast enough, right? So what happened was once slavery was abolished in the South, the people in the South could no longer make their money from slaves. They had to move to the North to work in the industry to produce. And so the people in the North that already had established themselves in the industry moved to the South. And so that's where it was a transfer of people coming from the South to the North and people coming from the North to the South. There was never a big switch. So the same Democrats who hated black people from the beginning are the same ones who hate us now. And they use our cause. How did Black Lives Matter turn into something about LGBTQ? When blacks really don't support that. We're concerned about that. We're really not about that. Not only that, we don't support abortion. We're about working. This is the black culture. We ain't even been about that. Not only that, we're not about feminism. No, we're not. Black women marry their husbands and respect their husbands. That's what we on. We're not on this, oh, I do what I want. We don't do that. 
That's not our community, and you would understand. I know you understand. What I'm saying. We don't do that. But yet these people are hijacking our movement, and the Democratic Party. They're trying to hijack our stuff. No. And just like you said, yeah. they are not. You know, the vast majority of black voters in this country are yeah. not left wing revolutionaries. Yeah. That's why. That's why Bernie did poorly again. Right. You know. I mean, yeah. it, it, now it's they're they're not. They're mostly moderate, and you know, it's actually a devastating piece in the Wall Street Journal. You know, the the black job market, the labor market, was the best it's ever been under Trump until COVID hit. Yep. So you know, I I, I do think that. Um, yeah, it, it's it's well, it's it's, also, it's it's way overblown. Just because Al Sharpton gets up there and claims to be the voice yep. of all black people, it, it's it's it, that has never been the case. He's nothing but a grifter, yeah. you know. He flew in for the yeah. funeral and then got right back on his yeah, private jet and, and left. left and left. So, and you, he's not doing anything for the community. No, but you you have black people who don't want to see their communities get destroyed by lawlessness yeah. and looting and rioting. Yeah. I mean there's video after video online of people going into these looted stores saying, how am I going to feed my kids? Yeah. Ellie had a great uh, – the woman outside of Philly City Hall. Yeah. You're committing acts of terrorism. You better write the military's coming in. Or yeah, you don't get to take America. Yeah, That's what she said. America, yeah. It's true. It's very true. So, so that narrative I think is going to be busted big yeah. time and again – Silent majority, yeah. right? And there's a lot of discontent with black voters among among Democrats. I mean, look at Charlemagne the God. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying that he is a voice for all black people, but he is one of many black people at town halls and that who have questioned what you know. We voted Democrat for for decades, and we've right. gotten for it. So, they take the vote for granted. Yeah. So right, I, mean, I saw something the other day. They're gonna stay home. They think it was Babylon B. That, that was like a fake, you know, yeah, yeah, satire yeah, of a yeah, Pelosi yeah, quote, yeah. which was like. Black Lives Matter until November. <laughs> then <laughs> after true. that, forget about yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, no. Yeah. And I really think that that's going to be a huge, huge part of yeah. why President Trump is reelected. And speaking of that, the campaign is cranking back up. We have a rally coming up on Saturday, and I'm yes. very excited for that. Yes. 8 p.m. coming to you live from Tulsa, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. It was supposed to be on Friday, but President Trump moved it at the request of uh, many African-American leaders because of the Juneteenth celebration. Yeah. And I think that was a good move. You know, no reason yeah. no reason to unnecessarily piss off people. And that's going to be a, I think, really interesting yeah. rally. I and hear, now more people can come. It's a Saturday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hear that there's going to be an interesting mix of policy but also the normal rally antics. Yeah. So. That should be an interesting one to see. Uh, let's talk about yesterday's Supreme Court uh, decisions and orders or lack yeah, of orders. Yeah, So we had the uh, LGBT ruling, um, which basically ruled that you can't discriminate uh, for employment based on sexual orientation and gender. I don't have an issue with that. What I have an issue with is two things. The court is attempting to legislate here where Congress should be handling that kind of thing. Yeah. Two, they're trying, and this plays into the left's narrative of trying to make it as if there are more than two genders. Yeah. Yeah, I know. There's two genders. Yeah, I know. Male and female. And then say, well, no, you're talking about sex. Yeah. It's the same. <laughs> I have this argument with people yeah, all the time. Same, same, but different. <laughs> right. But in this case, not different. <laughs> same, same. And it's it's really like 
you're we're talking about and this is a we should have a whole episode on this but yeah, you're should. talking about the erosion of the family yeah. and societal norms in this country yeah. that's the bigger issue that i, mean, I have with it yeah and people don't ever want to talk about that. And I well, it's will... also it's also being pro scientific fact. I know. You yeah. Know what I say it's like they I, say they're the I party mean, of science, but yeah. then they make a bull yeah. like that. We're the party of science until when it comes to you know vaccines and this and this trans stuff and uh, oh yeah, being immune from certain viruses based off of moral urgency protesting as you saw with oh, George yeah. Floyd. Yeah. So you know yeah they're the pro science party, but you know um, yeah. All all we yeah. have to do is sum that up with is two scoops. Two genders, two genders, two terms. Yep. That's what's happening. Boom. They also fail to take up any Second Amendment case, which is a massive disappointment. We're, we're not going to see another Second Amendment case until we're old and gray, pal. I hate the No, I think that. until we replace RBG. So, oh, yeah. Which is an even more reason but, we need to reelect remember, President Trump. You, remember, we, ju- we just need four votes to, to get it on the docket. Yeah, we yeah. have a conser- we, we technically have a conservative majority. No, I Who, think what what's going on? Here? I can tell you what's going on. I think they're concerned. Roberts being the wild card. Oh, they Roberts, want the conservative justices, which is yeah. Thomas, Alito, and Kavanaugh. Yeah, that's our core now. They want to make sure that if they take up a Second Amendment case, yeah, it's going to be rock solid. Yeah, and it's going to be something like D.C. Heller that, that was okay. That was establishes. A huge yeah. national precedent for anything. And then they don't want to take up something that has any sort of potential for mishap. Yeah. Because if you take that up and it you, goes the way you don't want you it get to another be. another Roe v. Wade situation. Right. It, it gets exactly. up. Exactly. I, I mean, understandable. But I because think. Because Roberts is the biggest stain of the Bush administration. Yeah, not even the Iraq it's, war. It's, yeah, it's John Roberts a is a, a big he's, problem. He's become, a, he's become like David Souter. But, um, so I think that if we, if we get well, another justice. <laughs> if we get another justice. Yeah. Then you'll see them take it up yeah. because we'll know for sure yeah. that we'll be solid. Because, but, but but they it, also refuse to take up sanctuary exact, cities. Sanctuary cities, and, but also like I mean, the, the, some of the cases that have been brought up have been dealt. You know, they developed. They most been grounded in, in concealed carry rights. Yeah, and yeah. specifically the right of: Do you have? Is there a constitutional right to carry a firearm in public for the purposes of self defense? Which, mm-hmm. by the way, folks, we have not yet answered that question. And no, I and think, I think I think that's what goes back yeah. to they want it to be yeah. – they want to make sure they have the solid majority of five justices at least to before sure. they take the case. Okay. I, I guess I could because see Because then you end up with a bad precedent yes. like Roe v. Wade. Yeah, no, so. I agree. I agree, but I, you know, I, agree, just, I agree. I'm totally disappointed, I mean, but – but this is the last. This is the, this is the last battle, man. After this, sh- you know, the May issue for carry, you know, in right, blue states right. is is completely done away with. It's basically national reciprocity. It's it's it's. I I get it, but right. So that would be yeah. you know that would be huge. I think it's I think it's smart to take a deliberate approach. Yeah. You know, I wish they had done it. Yeah. But there's wild cards there. Yeah. You know what if they well, what if they true. go in the opposite direction? You can't trust Roberts, anymore. right? Can't yeah, what if they go in the opposite direction and yeah. say, "Oh no, no, it should be May issue nationwide," yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, that's what I worry about. Yeah. Real quick, let's wrap up the show with yeah, the sure. Biden gaffe of the day, Ooh. and uh, he says that you know, essentially it's his deplorables moment here. He says mm-hmm. that certain Americans are not very good people, ten to fifteen percent, in fact. Which, uh, by my calculations, works out to thirty-five to forty-five million okay, people. So that's he's talking. So about essentially, us. he's talking about us. Yeah. Again, uh, where did he get that number? I don't know. You know, <laughs> what the it, f- it's, what the f- 
it's an arbitrary this? percentage, right? <laughs> it's an arbitrary percentage, and he was just, you know, speaking his, quote, truth, essentially. Uh, and they live in an alternate reality, but let's go ahead and take a listen to that clip, because he can barely even put the sentence together anyway, but let's, let's roll that clip. And the words the president says matter. So when a president stands up and divides people all the time, you're going to get the worst of us to come out, the worst in us all to come out. This president talks, constantly talks about equality without, without lecturing, talks about and has administrations that looks like the country and the rest. It changes attitudes. And it's about the attitude of the country. Do we want our kids, do we, do we really think this is as good as we can be as a nation? I don't think the vast majority of people think that. They're probably anywhere from 10 to 15 percent of the people out there. They're just not very good people. I mean, is this Put is grandpa this, to bed? Well, you know, <laughs> the left, all the left is talking about now is we need a president who unifies us. Yeah, this that's not unifying. Yeah, this ain't it. That's not it. And funny. Oh, yeah. this this was during a uh, town hall addressing racial inequality. Oh, my God. And he just says that, you know, 15 percent of Americans, terrible people. Was he uh, was he on time for that speech? <laughs> because yeah. you know he was very late for his big economic speech on the days that the job numbers was absolutely through the roof so you know that they're doing rewrites and even then he f***ed it up well so. that's because yeah they had to rewrite the entire yeah. remarks but here's why I think that it's very smart for President Trump to be getting back out on the campaign trail and now I hope that they'll hold these rallies in outdoor areas mm -hmm. where they also can provide masks to the crowd and I don't think it'll be an issue however because you know they're going to get criticized for that. Yeah. You know they're going to get yeah. – I mean they're going to try to blame the spike in corona from the protests on President Trump even yeah. though there's no way he's you can like scientifically do that. Yeah. But by doing that, he's forcing Biden's hand. Mm -hmm. Biden's been able to sit in the basement, do carefully curated interviews, not be asked questions by the general press on anything. You mean the body double, yes. Yeah. The body yeah. double has You and that theory. I'm telling you. Um, Joe Biden's dead. But – He's forcing his hand. Yeah. So I think that's very smart strategically to do that. Yeah. And the RNC is cash flush, and we have a great war chest for the coming battle this fall uh, and the rest of this summer. But I can tell you it's it's going to be nasty. It's yeah. It's going to be unlike any election we've ever seen, and yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think there's any limits. This COVID bull but I agree. Yeah, I, think, I don't I think there's think, any limits. Yeah, it's going to be no holds barred. It has to be. Everyone views this as a zero-sum game. Well, maybe it is now. Maybe it yeah. is. Well, they called the last election the Flight 93 election, but yeah. this one may be even worse. Yeah. So it's definitely the most important election of our lifetimes because the only thing standing between us and socialism is President Trump. Yes. That's what it comes down to, right? Obviously, well, we need to keep the Senate. Order and disorder now, apparently. Well, yeah, law and order yeah. versus riots Chaos. and mobs, yeah, anarchy, right? Order versus anarchy here. I mean, this is not, this is becoming a very easy election to see, <laughs> to decide on, frankly. Yep. And in a new segment that we're going to be starting here, the liberal media smackdown of the week, uh, senior legal advisor to the Trump campaign, Jenna Ellis, who's just tremendous, tremendous, uh, took on Brian Stelter head on over this weekend, I think it was on Sunday morning on one of the shows, where she told Stelter, you're not a journalist, Brian, you're an activist. Boom. Let's take a listen to that clip. Okay, he actually called out MSNBC really, and NBC News, so he was linking it to, to his distaste for news coverage. Again, that is so far he beyond has, the pale for American presidents. Right, but Brian, do you understand how aberrant that Brian, is in American Brian, history? He has an opinion. He's, he is also 
a citizen. No, he is the first one to actually use um, to use his platform as an American citizen to be able to call out the fake news media and say because you are peddlers. You understand that, like someday you're going to regret you have for this, the right? Past three and a half years. Someday you're going to regret you, this that, when your kids and your grandkids no, look back at this time truth. and you use slurs and oh, smears like fake to news to That's hurt when news you know outlets. You no, the but debate, Brian, is Jenna, when you can't even come. I think in 10 or 20 years, no, if we just sit down on, and talk about really this, you're going to recognize Brian. how damaging it was, how and, damaging it was to use terms like fake I, news, to attack journalists who were trying to do their in, jobs. In 15 or 20 years, you, you're not trying to do your job. You're not a journalist, Brian. You're an activist. That's the problem. You have an agenda, and your agenda is anti-Trump. The American people see through that, and they are very I really grateful think it's, that this president is finally holding the fake news media accountable because you're activists. You're not reporting fact and truth. You won't even say hmm. that as a general I, I, The reason why I think it's, it's helpful to have these conversations. shouldn't ever appear in a media outlet. And that's what we need, right? We need people who are willing to go out there and tell the liberal media straight to their face, you're nothing but a bunch of activists. Yeah. You're not journalists because they think they are journalists. They really deep down do believe that. And they say, oh, well, we don't take sides. You very clearly take sides, yeah. right? Yeah. That's what the media has become in this country. Yeah. There is not one unbiased news source left in this country. Yeah. They, you're either on the left side or you're on the right, right side. side. Agreed. And it, it's just not the way it used to be. And for better or for worse, you know, you could argue that's for worse. Yeah. I might even argue that's for worse. So you should have at least some unbiased news sources. No, I, I, like, I, like, I think it's for the better. <laughs> well, of course you I think should. it's for the better. But More partisanship, please. You know, you have these organizations like PBS and NPR who are supposed to be unbiased, who are taxpayer yeah. funded. Give off the veneer of being But they're biased. leftists. Yeah, I know. yeah, yeah. PBS, that yeah. Yamashe Alcindor, whatever oh, her name is. Oh, God. She's the most liberal of yeah, liberal. Worst. And then NPR was the one that, that peddled the uh, the letter about the 1,200 um, medical experts saying that you should get out there and protest George Floyd. Mm -hmm. Forget COVID. So yep. you know what? And we Here must, we are, folks. We must fight fake news. Like yeah. We must fight the yeah. fake news because people in this country believe them, and they shouldn't believe them. I mean trust in the press is at an all-time low, yeah, yeah. which it's, is good. That means that we're getting our message across that they yeah. should not be believed. But they will stop at nothing to stop President Trump up till November. You will see them over the summer transform into even more partisan than they are now. Yeah. And that's why you must join us in supporting the Trump campaign. And the Trump campaign has a special offer just for you. President Trump wants to meet you. This will be the first opportunity he's had to meet with American patriots just like you since our country started reopening. His team will cover the flight, hotel, and give you VIP access for yourself and a guest. He'll even take a picture with you. All you have to do is text GUEST to 88022 today for your chance to meet President Trump. Again, that's GUEST, G-U-E-S-T, to 88022 to win this contest and to join President Trump in the fight to keep America great for four more years. Man, I wish I could win that contest. <laughs> Too bad we're excluded. Yeah. <laughs>